Well, good teams win. Great teams cover. Again, it sucked. It wasn't good. It wasn't fun. Baylor won a basketball game. This is Locked on Baylor. You are Locked on Baylor, your daily podcast on the Baylor Bears, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to Locked On Baylor. I'm Drake Toll from Sports Illustrated's Inside the Bears. That's Cameron Stewart from Sports Illustrated's Inside the Bears for now. Uh, welcome to Locked On Baylor. Thanks for making it your first listen every single day. The Super Bowl last night, man. Uh, I know it's what a Baylor a game. show. I had the Eagles minus one and a half, and all I can say is wow. Just, Just wow. Wow. I can't believe, believe it. it. Those Rihanna, commercials, hilarious. That, that one, it got whopper, 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 whopper. Yeah, I hadn't heard that one before. That was crazy, man. It's stuck um, in my head. It's going not viral as good as on it Twitter. used to be. Not as good as they used to be, for sure. Yeah. No, that Doritos commercial. Remember the Doritos commercial from a few years back? The guy in the time machine, the old man yeah. in the time machine. That's hey, classic. Remember, that. remember the year that uh, they made beer people pay like a million dollars for every second that the beer commercial lasted? So Miller just did one second commercials. Yeah. Do you remember that? It was like ten years ago. I don't know if Greatest you're alive. Beer ever. I wasn't alive. I wasn't born yet. Uh, <laughs> Baylor basketball. They won. But it wasn't good. It was like it, they got down by ten. I I, I want to open again. And I, I, I would say good, this. not pretty. If you know me, if you know me, you 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 done been knowing that Flo Thamba and I we have our qualms. I could be a bigger Flo Thamba fan, and I keep room, yeah. I keep wanting him to play well. I I'm rooting for you, Flo. I am. But he played 16 minutes and had zero rebounds. He is the center, the five, the big man. He played 16 minutes and had zero rebounds. That's, That's tough to do, man. Like you're you're there. You're tough to do you're, as a guard. You're beside the basket. <clears throat> it's where you live. This is where you camp out. It is your job. And at some point, Josh O's got to come back and split some of those minutes up. Hey, look, everyday John also had a bad game until the last yes, 10 minutes did. or so. Yeah. He did. He didn't score in the game at all. Last 10 minutes he picked it up great hustle plays cuz flow is like bad. Looks slow. Looks slow. For the first Notice. Time Notice. Yeah, Fran made mention of that too. It was like, <laughs> yeah, this guy just yeah. doesn't have it like he did. Like, yeah, he's getting Fran. beat off the dribble a couple of times. Yeah. Hold on there, Fran. <laughs> Thanks, um, Fran. <laughs> Notice that when Baylor was down by 10, Flo Thamba checked out of the game and Baylor won said basketball game. Look, I've always been a huge flow defender, you know, and I'm going to, I'm going to keep he's defending not, that wall. He's Drake. not a huge flow defender. Drake, I'm going to keep defending that wall. When you are going up pound for pound against a guy, I think maybe the best center in the conference at Eddie Lampkin, when yep. you're just banging with him all day, it's, whoa, it's whoa, tough whoa, whoa, whoa. to go and grab down those rebounds. Whoa. Hold on. Hold. Whoa. I got the box score pulled up. And Eddie Lampkin didn't log any minutes. Did he not play? That's got to be a glitch. Oh, there's no, no. way Fultamba didn't get a single rebound against someone not named uh Fultamba had zero rebounds against the backup center at TCU. Insert oh, name here. Oh, this oh, is but bad. he's that guy from City State. Um, no, yeah, Fran would be able to tell you probably Denton Geyer. I actually think it was Denton Geyer because Fran for sure is Denton to do. Geyer, man. He's be like this kid <clears throat> from Tillman, Ohio. All right, thank you. Glad we know now. How many um, points did Langston love score in high school? Uh, Fran would know. Fran would know. Um, this they kid also, scored three thousand points in high school. You didn't. You didn't see it because your ESPN app was glitching. They oh. they showed 
the injury. They slowed it down, zoomed it in, and they opened the show. And Mark Neely goes, welcome to chilly Fort Worth, where it's sunny but cold. Let's take a look at one of the most <laughs> gruesome injuries of the past couple of years. And we'll slow it down if you missed it. Oh, bro, why? Hi. And I, I I couldn't get in yet because of the ESPN app, but I'm sure Fran Fraschilla said something along the lines of, ah, I was 10 feet away when this happened. I, I saw the leg snap. Uh, he screamed it, by every the way. Every day on, uh, the the like, play the hits, Fran. <laughs> thought it was so play funny. We get to the very <laughs> end of the game where, look, hey, let's be honest. Ourselves. This guy's got a lovely girlfriend. I know her name. He did say that. I thought when he was saying that, I thought for sure, Drake, he was going with. And some punk on Twitter thought he was dating Margot Robbie. That would have been awesome. I was ready for the same my name tweet. Icing on the cake. I (coughs) was. If you didn't watch the game, this podcast is not for you, by the way, because these are (laughs) these are all very niche things. Uh, We're not we're not even recapping. We're just we're, we're playing the hits. The the so John Jacobs is on the sideline. I love that Fran's naming people like Lauren Harrison, right? Is is Chama Chacha's girlfriend? Um, Fran knows your cough's yep. insane. Fran, this, knows. I'm on a bender of a cough right now. <laughs> I I am so drugged up. I have like first off, can we do a quick aside here? Uh, because great tweet that went a little under the radar. Um, went to a doctor the other day, Doctor Pepper, in Waco, Texas. I cannot make these feces up. I seriously can't. <laughs> And she is drugging the crap out of me, man. Which, look, fine. If it's going to work, it's going to work. I am on four separate drugs right now, what? which includes an inhaler, antibiotic. I don't even know. One, I got to take two a day. One, I got to take one a day. Um, I'm also on top of that, just ripping Ricolas. Um, absolutely deleting Ricolas. I am, um, I am, uh, I just did some Mucinex D, no free ads, but uh, hoping that works. Um, you got it. And went all out of Delsum, which is like the strongest stuff you can get over the counter. And I am not through this. I am not through this, Drake. I am battling for this podcast today. No other symptoms whatsoever. So I'm not like sick. You know what I mean? You can't get me. You can't get me sick here. I know. Bad time to get sick. Um, but I think it's like severe early onset bronchitis. I think. This could take a turn for the worst. I heard bronchitis leads to Lou Gehrig's disease, so I'm not happy about that. That's cough, um, cough like bronchitis. Heard the, yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, the bulldozer, my father, also has bronchitis. Um, <laughs> so clearly passing on the male pattern baldness, the extreme nerddom, and the bronchitis. So happy for that. Um, almost threw up my back moving this uh, this lovely coffee table you see behind yeah, me today. So I'm 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 in it right now. I'm I'm in it. Um, I am battling for this podcast. It's all dry coughs too, mm. which is supposedly better because you don't want the phlegm, but the phlegm's a little more satisfying. You can buy some more time. Last night, Drake, I was coughing like mini coughs for like literally two straight hours. Are you comparing? Like, just, I couldn't breathe without coughing. You comparing your comeback like <clears throat> to John? I don't know where you're going with this. Is that the segue? In, in 52 weeks, they should be rolling this tape. Now, look, when I lived in Odessa, I had one. I had a cough because I clearly had bronchitis, obviously. And Odessa, if you haven't been, it's all dirt, just entirely dirt. They don't have any grass. So everyone's Um, got bronchitis. So so it's just breathing it in. And I'm telling you, Drake, I was coughing so much, like my body, my entire body went numb. I thought I was going to pass out driving a car because of coughing, because of coughing. Like the whole thing, I felt like, you know, when your foot falls asleep, that was my whole body. I was like, am I going to shut down? The only other time I've gotten that feeling 
Speaking of Super Bowl in Glendale, Arizona, it was Super Bowl 49 when the Seahawks were at the goal line. And my body just shut down. In fact, I got the similar feeling against Oklahoma State, the Big 12 championship game a yeah. years ago when they were at the goal line. Like that feeling of I like the next five to ten seconds of my life is going to change my life forever. Like I'm going to remember this moment forever, and it's probably going to be bad. Both those turned out to be good. The cough, I guess I survived. But I am, I am in it right now. So please forgive me if you hear some coughing in the background. We get away from the mic. But – Look, am I going to wait these things? No, but I, I'm right up there with JTT. Yeah, I'm you're right feeling up it. Obviously, you're passionate about this topic. I, they... I'm, I'm so pissed about it, dude, because I'm like, do I need to go somewhere else? Like, what is happening to my body? Like, people have bronchitis. They should figure this out. People, How long I... is this going to take? I got five days worth of some of these meds. Is it going to be the five days? Do I have to do all five days before I uh, feel a be little doc- bit better? There's got to be a doctor listening that can help. <laughs> Somebody. Dr. Pepper. We get a doctor on the LOB, please. I should have gone to my pri- – I didn't even list him as my primary care physician because I went once because I was peeing too much. <laughs> and it turns out I was drinking Diet Coke for dinner. This was in like July. I was like, I seriously, I was like right at the end of my parents' uh, health insurance. <laughs> and I was like, I Doc, look, I'm getting up like five times a night to to, <laughs> to drop a pee. Like, what's going on here? And he was, so funny tweet. we went through some urine tests, and everything. He's like, no, it's fine. Are you drinking like soda for dinner? And I was like, yeah. I, I saw somebody tweet. I haven't had a Diet Coke. <laughs> I saw somebody tweet, I haven't had a Diet Coke in a year, two months, and two weeks. That was the whole tweet. And look, I, yes. Stronger I man wa- than I. I went a whole year without drinking soda. I want to celebrate that, but how do I respond to this tweet? It, it just, what do I say? Correct. Is it my role as a follower of this person to respond? Like, like I, this is a great health choice, and I'm proud of that person, but I, I don't like. Was I this tweet supposed to be funny, or I was like, I don't, I don't know what to do. I hope it's not serious. Like that's good. You're probably saving yourself a lot of medical heartache. Yeah, it's probably good. I, I loved it. It's Jonathan. They're talking about his injury, and they pay the athletic trainer, and Fran mm. just starts naming people, which Fran does a lot, by the way. Fran loves name dropping <laughs> people. Holy lord, man! Naming people. And then he names the athletic trainer. You can tell, you know, these camera people, if you don't know this at home, this is some insider mm. baseball. These camera people are given these rap sheets pregame <laughs> that have the face of every person who exists. So whenever Fran Fraschilla says their name, they can go find someone that looks like this face. And the camera person pans to John Jacobs randomly on the bench. <laughs> and, then, and Fran's like, yeah. and that's john jacus and i know what's happening in my heart of hearts the camera person thinks john jacus is the athletic trainer and so fran's trying to make this awesome point and then he's got to be like and john jacus was there too watching john the whole way look we give him a lot of flack but that's a pro that's That's a pro he's he's just i couldn't do that i was too blind to buy it because i was like are they seriously talking about this guy when i'm out here battling through this cough the guy so, Flagler, the ball goes out of bounds. Look, it's probably out of bounds on Flagler. The refs were bad. They're always bad. It's the Big 12. The ball probably goes out of bounds on Flagler, but they're replaying it. Definitely not inconclusive evidence. I mean, very well could have gone with this kid's thigh. And then Fran goes, I'm sorry for the viewer. And then he hands his monitor to the officiating crew. What are we doing? 
in a real life Big 12 college basketball game. And this officiating crew with Joe Smith yeah. from Shaker Heights, Ohio, same hometown as Dale Bonner. Uh, Becker you know, High School. A lot of referee talent. This guy's and, good. Uh, He's a pro's pro. And, and Dan Smithson from Bishop Hendrickson High School in Rhode Island, state baseball power. Uh, can you carry kind of, good ladies? We're already off the rails before even really talking to the game, talking about the game. Um, the best, I think, uh, iteration of that camera fake out, second President Obama uh, inauguration, front row, Bill Russell, whose birthday would have been yesterday. R.I.P. the great Bill Russell, oh, as you can see. Recently, I yeah. kind of like the Celtics. Died on my birthday, which is bang unfortunate. I had a tweet ready to go. This is another aside. I had a tweet ready to go of like, thank God, went through another year of my birthday without something like historically bad happening. Oh, and I was more talking about like a 9-11 type thing where you just remember the date forever, but <clears throat> that wasn't good. Anyway, December 7th. Bill Russell's in front row. He's wearing a Celtics hat. December 7th and, would have been better. Than and they're, they're live on the news, like CNBC or whatever the hell. And the guy goes, uh, that's Morgan Freeman, I think. <laughs> and I'm like, look, I mean, they look similar. They've got, oh. you know, they both got some facial hair with some salt and pepper in there. It's just long road to recovery. There's the athletic trainer. And <laughs> and John Jacobs was. What if he just started doing like the Jimmy Fallon breakdown? What if he's like, John Jacobs, John Jacobs. And, and we just started getting lit on ESPN+. Plus. Still one of the wildest things to happen. Like. One, some producer it, for some producer went to Baylor for sure. That's what happened. And then they, he was like, "All right, Fallon's like, all right, whatever. I'll sing their names." John, 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 John. Alvin Brooks the third. Scott Uh This episode today is sadly brought to you by LinkedIn Talent Solutions. I'm gonna get fired. LinkedIn's not gonna want their names associated to today's podcast. We haven't had anything go off the rails like this in a long time. Give me a break. As a small business owner or a hiring manager, you know that success in 2023 all depends on the team members that you surround yourself with. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills, values, and experiences to help you achieve your goals. LinkedIn Jobs helps you quickly attract qualified candidates to your open jobs and targeting tools. They go beyond resume data by using insights from your job post, company, and their 875 million member profiles to put your post in front of the most qualified candidates. Identify the most qualified candidates on LinkedIn Jobs and connect with them fast for free. LinkedIn Jobs makes it easy to screen and rate applicants based on your job applications all on one platform. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus their leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash college. LinkedIn.com slash college. Post your job for free. Terms and conditions. Those things do apply uh all right we went way off the rails the game was bad oh, yeah. game was bad Flo Thamba had no rebounds which is not good uh Jonathan Sean Chachwa did not score any points Adam Flagler they said air ball air so surely ball. TCU won the game Drake right you would think so uh no Mike Miles no Eddie Lamb can Baylor should have blown them out blown their doors off uh oh, they, they chained an <clears throat> air ball at Flagler and he didn't take a shot for like 10 minutes he was like all right yeah I airballed it I'm gonna sit myself and then the next shot he takes, just back iron, like couldn't have missed it worse. So it's like, oh, shoot. This is it. We're, our goose is cooked. And then lo and behold, the guy scores 28. He comes back. They stopped chanting air ball for some reason. Scores 28 hmm. points. That's weird. Um, and Baylor, pretty good. 28 in like a minute and a half. Yeah, and Baylor wins the basketball <laughs> game. Um, yeah, no, no, no. Look, this is Damn. a very... 
Damian Ball was good until that last shot where he was like, it's me. This is my shot. Was, you have nine oof. seconds to go. It's like That kind of one Baylor the game. 16 foot. Yeah, I'm going to do a hook shot. I'm going to do a little Kareem hook shot here for no reason oof. whatsoever. That was almost like a Bobby Plump push shot. It was like, what's the point in this? Drive the basket. Six, like I, Anything you can do, Adam Flagler, I can do better. Just a terrible okay. shot. What was the point of that? Um, what are you talking about on Locked on TCU today? You think probably it was that, as entertaining as shot. this? Probably that shot. I mean, hey, there's a lot of positive stake for TCU. I mean, we kind of knew this, but that defense is good, man. Yeah. On its day, that might be the best defense in the conference, with all due respect to Iowa State. You know, it, we're down. So, well, Iowa State lost at home. Again, at home. They, they can't win on the road, and now they can't win at home again. Yeah. State loses too. What's this Pete Souza curse? It's opening. It's opening, man. It's, it's opening. Not. It's not. It's <laughs> Texas and Kansas. That's our problem. Texas well, this conf- this schedule is not great to round out the season. Not no. that Baylor can't, uh, but realistically. At Kansas is not fun. Reali- at Kansas State still. It's not fun. Home against Texas. I mean, realistically, five and one. And one of those wins has to be against Texas. Yeah, at home. That's a at lot. Home, That's a lot. West Virginia Texas, at home. Iowa tonight, State. Tonight, West Virginia Kansas, at home. State. Yeah. How do, you, how, do you, how do you think that crowd's going to be? Are you about as good as OU last yep. Wednesday? Am I going to leave at halftime again? <laughs> I think you made it to the under 16. Uh, close. <coughs> Ish. Yeah, that was that was not a very fun game. <coughs> All right, I think it's probably going to be pretty similar. West Virginia is not good, but they're sneaky. But, because we got to talk about the game a little bit, because you're going to toss to Scott in a few minutes. Yeah. I'm past due. I was supposed to toss to Scott a little bit again. I'm, I'm like, I'm not that mad. At Baylor, I probably should be because they should have they should have won comfortably. They should have won comfortably. Like, they hey, should have been covered. in control of that game. They covered. They did the cover. Um, and I don't want to face TCU again. I don't. No. I don't. No. Uh, they would win. They would beat Baylor. They just a matchup nightmare. They're way bigger than Baylor. But this reminds me a little bit of last year, and twenty twenty one. To be honest, and in, in that, in twenty twenty one. I remember the bulldozer again. I'm bringing up my bronchitis laden father again. Uh, he was saying in like 2021, he was like, if there's a team that can control the paint, Baylor's going to lose. And I was like, okay, but there's like no team is doing that. Yeah, like, that's just not happening. And Villanova controlled the paint against Baylor and Baylor still won in the tournament. So <clears throat> it was the same thing last year and I wasn't really buying it. And you ran into a team that dominated the paint in North Carolina and beat you. And now I'm like, well, they out got us scored 50 to 26 in the paint on Saturday. And they won 50 of the 68 points by TCU. Like, I don't want to roll that dice again. I don't. And I get, I'm still sticking with my guns in that most teams aren't playing like that anymore, but ugh, I don't, I don't want to put it to that. I don't want to face a North Carolina in the second round, but they won, but they won, which they were doing in the conference last year. And that, that, that opening is there, Drake. Yeah. Oh, I, really I suck said, if UT won it. They I mean, going, they probably, probably deserve it at this point. If the season ended today, they would win it, and they would absolutely Yeah, the coach it. got fired <clears throat> for domestic violence in the middle of the year. Yeah, credit to Rodney can't, Terry. Is he going to be hired full-time? Yeah, I, it sounds like it. Can't help but root for those kids, man. And as well as he's, well as he's done. Yeah. Well, Louisville might open up after one year. Or will it be a Mark <laughs> Adams deal? Because Mar- the whole Mark experience, I feel like Texas Tech fans are kind or of. Or does Bobby Terry coach at Texas Tech next year? That'd be awesome. 
Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like Mark Adams, you got to give the guy a chance, a little bit more of a chance. Remember when we saw him? When when you and I talked to him, God, he could have. He was just sad. He was dead. really sad. He's devastated. Actually, you know uh, who the next head coach at Texas Tech is going to be? Bill. John Calipari. Yeah, what's going on with that guy? John Calipari. It's gonna be the next He's got the best player in the country. Tech. Oscar Shibway, to me, is still the best <laughs> player in the country. He's a unit. He gets his every night. I, I kind of stink, man. They can't win. They lost to an Arkansas team that lost at home to Mississippi State. They haven't won a tournament game in years. Bro. Ashley, you know, Ashley Hodge <laughs> tweeted it out. Uh, Baylor is 100, 119 in their last like three years, four years. What? One nailed that wins. tweet, by the way. Unlike my losses. Big 12 conference tweet, he nailed that tweet. That's that's absurd, man. Like, that is, and they're like, no, 20... people will call them a blue blood, but those are blue blood numbers right there. Uh, Fank House, Fank posted too, and it was like, uh, it was, it was also a good tweet that Baylor is like 31 and seven in Big 12 road in their last 38 Big 12 road games, 25 and seven, which is in just insane still. 25 in road games in the Big 12. Kansas, who's, who's allowing us to do this? These are the best numbers in the country. Like, I chose a school. I chose, <laughs> like, I, ch I make this point to myself sometimes. There are kids who went to Duke, there are kids who went to North Carolina. There are like there are people out there that like UCLA, Gonzaga, major basketball fans are like Michigan I'm going to a school. State. I'm going to a school that's really good at basketball because I love basketball. I'm going to go to Syracuse because I love Jim Beheim. Ah. Tradition. And these people look, they can go to school for four years, get a grad degree for two extra years, become a doctor, and never see their team win a national championship. I went to Baylor. I didn't go to Baylor like ah, I mean, I, I got a shot to win a national championship in basketball while I'm there, so I'm going to go. I want I want to root for a team that wins a national title in basketball. I didn't choose Baylor for that. And they won it. Of all and the schools, crazy, and what's crazy is like winning the lottery. Like they could go to the Final Four this year, dying wouldn't, the next day. Wouldn't bet the mortgage on it, but they absolutely could. They're one of those teams. Yeah. And this could be the lowest seeded team that you would have seen. Your yeah. freshman year, they would have been a one seed, probably maybe two. Back to back one seeds, and this will probably still be a three or a two. Yeah. Well, uh, the, the Big 12 has zero so. one seeds because Bama's schedule super easy. They'll beat each other. Purdue's yeah. schedule's easy. Then whoever and we've been wrong about this the last couple of years, but I wouldn't be surprised if half the Elite Eight teams are Big 12 teams. Yeah. Like yeah. I could see Baylor, Kansas, uh, Texas, TCU, a healthy TCU, Iowa State, man. Or, yeah. I, any of those teams can make a run. Iowa Oklahoma State, State's TCU. good now. Yeah. I don't know if they're Elite Eight good, but they are good. They're, they're, they played really well, well yesterday. Somebody's going to sneak in. Game. West Virginia's going to sneak in or Oklahoma. They're bad. They need help. West Virginia's going to sneak in and they're going to win. You know, they're going to go to the Elite Eight and they're going to hire, they're going to keep Bob Huggins. That's just what happens. Remember that one year they let Oklahoma in because they had Trey Young? It was not a good Oklahoma team. <laughs> it's not a good yeah. Oklahoma team. And yeah. round one, it was like an eight nine and they lost to Rhode Island. Yeah. It's like, why? Rhodey, are they don't sleep on the Rams. Why are these guys here? It's like they only left them in for Trey Young and it didn't work out. I um, had another tangent to go on. It would have been quick, but I don't remember it. What were we talking about? Uh, yeah. Duke, Baylor, Michigan State, Louisville being bad. National I championships. I think I think we need to stick around and, and work this out so I can go on my tangent. Is it that bad? Is it that no, is it's it not, burning? It's not All bad. right, Scott Drew. Duke got hosed, man. Overtime, Virginia. They Scott, got hosed at the end of regulation. What do you got for us, Scott? I'm just going to keep it. Take it away, Scott. I want to say uh, that's Big 12 basketball. Um, I know TCU had a couple guys out, and Coach Dixon's a great coach and put them in position to win the game. Um, and then we all know the importance of good guard play and, 
LJ and Adam uh, uh, really came through. Um, 17 for 27. And then uh, uh, I thought the last eight minutes defensively, we, we finally got a couple stops. Um, they did a great job executing their stuff. Obviously, our, uh, as a staff, our game plan needed to be better. I think uh, last eight minutes, we, we got back to pressure in a little more, and that helped. You guys kind of caught fire, especially you in the last five minutes. Uh, what, what happened there? Do you, do you feel like you guys kind of got in that groove, and especially with your shooting? Uh, you know, we, we felt at the end of the day that it was time to buckle down. And, uh, you know, as a team, we wanted to be connected. And there was, you know, a lot in the sense of everything wasn't going our way. But I want to give credit to my Lord and Savior, regardless of the situation. Mm -hmm. You know, every day is not going to be our day. but. He's always reliant, and uh, you know we depend on him. We always play for audience and one, and that's what we showed out there to stay together and play for audience and one. Coach, you talk about the way LJ played, especially in the first half. Yeah, he uh, coming off uh, an injury, uh, we didn't know what to expect, and uh, uh, the guys did a great job finding him, setting good screens for him. Uh, Adam does a great job, and when guys get hot, making sure that they get opportunities and. Uh, that's why he's a great leader. But uh, LJ gave us a big lift there, and then Adam gave us a big lift down the stretch. Scott, this looked like, like a lot different game than the first time. <laughs> they were they were getting a lot of transition baskets. This seemed like more of a half court game. Yeah, our our uh, transition defense is 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 improved, and with their guys out, they they went really in interior and did a lot of stuff in the paint. And um, sometimes you overthink game plans, and we try to back off and. Um, that probably wasn't the best thing to do in hindsight because they still got the ball inside. So um, in the last eight minutes, we did more what we do, and I think that helped. Scott, it seemed like the most physical team was going to win this game when it came down to the end. Uh, what does that say about your team today grading this one out? Well, I mean, uh, rebounding-wise, we're number one in the conference, and they had 14, 11 second chance points on us, and we had one rebound at the half. and. Um, you got to give them credit. It's not like we didn't fight, but they, they just were tougher. And then second half, I thought uh, we did a better job getting to the glass and doing what we normally do. And um, But uh, I agree with Adam 100%. Uh, every day is not going to be your day, but it's a blessing when you play. And I know uh, um, uh, praying uh, Mike gets back and Eddie gets back and we stay healthy because these are great games for, for coaches and players because they're – they're really hard fought. The crowds are into it, and they're a lot of fun. And uh, they're short-lived. College is uh, four years with COVID, maybe five or six, but it's a short time. Adam, you guys have had a lot more success on the road than most teams in the Big 12. Why do you feel like that is? Uh, you know, our, our toughness, you know, I feel like Coach Drew preps us for moments like this, you know, to go on the road. We know that everybody's against us, but, you know, we know what we're playing for at the end of the day. And uh, it, it just prepares us for the long haul and what we want to do, you know, come March Madness and being able to win these games just continues to prep us for just bigger and better down the road. Scott, can't they play, uh, I think, sparingly in the second half? Uh, is that a situational thing? Or yeah, situational. Um, Langston, uh, LJ, and uh, uh, Adam were in a groove. We were starting to get some stops. And that's that's why you got to have depth. Every day's not your day. And... Uh, um, Keontae's had days where it's his day, and then uh, that's Adam. Same thing. LJ, it's, it coach has got to have depth because you got to have people step up on days where uh, it's just not your day. Coach, um, can you talk about your perimeter defense today? It seemed to be big for you. 
Well, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, I'll let Adam talk. <laughs> we weren't very happy with our defense. So, <laughs> yeah, they, they did an exceptional job of you know cutting, moving the ball. Um, you know, credit to you know Coach Dixon how he manipulates the game. Uh, we had some adjustments we had to make, but the coaching staff they came in, you know, told us what we needed to get done, and we just had to put our effort out there and just try to get the job done. Scott, I guess. Uh... Like you said, you weren't real pleased. Was it mostly because they were getting so many shots in the paint? Yeah, all the layups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that. What was what was breaking down there? Do you think? Well, we tried to back up and pack it in, and I think that lack of aggression probably made it easier for them to get it inside. Um, so that's on us coaches. And uh, last eight minutes, I think we we started extending a little bit more, and that's normally what we do. So. Probably overthought this one. Coach, I saw you pretty animated over there, uh, pounded your chest there at the end. What kind of. Oh, that was because we finally had somebody hit our chest. We did good defensively. So I, I was proud of the guys, and that was a great stop. And uh, at the end of, end of the day, I mean, they're, it's tough keeping good players in front of you. And um, our guys worked hard at getting better at it. And I was just proud of the effort on that play. Talk a little bit about the atmosphere being fun and kind of energetic. Can you talk about how the atmosphere in Fort Worth has kind of changed in your tenure down at Waco? Oh, it, 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 the arena and uh, where they got the students and everything. I mean, uh, I think SMU, Houston, uh, Texas's new arena, TCU's new arena, our new arena next year makes basketball a lot more uh, uh, enjoyable, great atmosphere. Students, I think, have a lot more fun at it. Um, and it's really wise and smart to have smaller venues that are on top of you where people can get involved. and. You can ask Adam how, how he feels with that. But <laughs> I like them big arenas where <laughs> you can't hear people as much. Scott, <laughs> uh, another quick turnaround. You've already played a couple of big Monday games. Uh, does that help having played a couple of those already going into this one? Uh, you learn from all your experiences, but this is the Big 12. Every game is a battle. Every game is a fight. Uh, we'll get rest, rejuvenate, um, prepare, uh, and – Try to do a, a as good a job as we can, uh, getting the guys ready in a, in a short period. And West Virginia's been—they've been winning more lately. What have you been seeing from them? Um, that I know they played today. Uh, did they win? Lose? Uh, they're going to be happy. I know. So yeah. <laughs> um, now they've been playing great basketball, and Coach uh, uh, Huggins does a great great job. And I think they were coming together. I don't know what happened today, but in this in this league. If, if if you're having an off night and the other team's having an on one, it can be ugly. Adam, how about just from a player's perspective, a quick turnaround? Uh, you know, it, it's it's definitely tough, but uh, at the end of the day, you know, we signed up for this. You know, we want moments like this to where we can play on a big Monday, and uh, we try to take full advantage of it. So we're going to be excited. You know, we're going to rest as much as we can and just be ready. One more for Adam. Uh, big win. Uh, for you guys getting revenge against TCU, obviously a heartbreaker last time they came in Ferrell Center. How much does this mean to the guys to pull this one out? Uh, it means a lot. You know, at the end of the day, we want to win every game. And uh, with Big 12, it's literally like a March Madness game every time we step on the court. So it was real exciting. We, we enjoyed it. And we're just glad to come out with a road win because it's super tough. That was Scott Drew. Happy Scott Drew, by the way. They won. Um, I don't know what this was today, but I needed it. It was like it was like a therapy session. I don't go to therapy. This felt like July. Like this felt like it did. 
there's some great shows we did in the summer though. Like if I go back and pick out some shows where it just kind of oh, goes yeah. off the walls, it it there's some of the best contents there. And I feel like today your medical history and that conversation was good. I've been passionate about it, man. I mean, Stephen from Virginia's going to like it. Scotty Swingler's going to like it. There are people that are going to like this. Scotty B, I'm, Scott B. I'm trying to think of any other like medical ailments I have. You know my my bowel issues. I mean, it's, it's not like an everyday thing, but it can right. get bad. You people it have long up. People have long COVID. You have long dysentery. In fact, <laughs> this this hat I was wearing when on the Logan Express bus. Oh man, oh, I told yeah. you about that story. That was you did oh, that was a different Pull kind of over. body shutting down. But I thought I was going to pass out. I was sweating. There we were in the HOV lane in Boston traffic, going to the airport at like the fourth stop terminal. I was like, this is going to be terrible. I made it. Been. I I've always made it. It always will be. Please come back tomorrow. We'll talk about. We'll recap the game. Locked on Baylor.